This is Rapid Fire Pirate Boys. Talk about pirates. No, it's not. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what to call it. You put me on the spot. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, the show where two best friends give their thoughts and opinions on any and all consumable content out there in the world. I'm Colin. And I'm John. And today we're going to be talking about Netflix's One Piece. So the live action adaptation of One Piece that just came out this past month on Netflix. Um, I was thinking about this. This is, I think, our first TV show. Specifically, like... Yeah, well, because... That wasn't in a top five. We've done top fives, but we haven't done specifically a review I on a TV I think we were going to so do a review on a TV and show, and then I messed up the recording, because we were going to talk about Hawkeye, weren't we? We were going to talk about Hawkeye. Um, we also planned to talk about The Last of Us, it, and that it'll just happen. never happened. Uh, hey, look, it's someday. still relevant. It's happening at Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando's and, and Hollywood, so it's relevant yeah. through the end of October. There will be a season two sometime. Hey, we still haven't reviewed uh, uh, Halloween Ends. No, we haven't. Have you watched it yet? No. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's the problem. (laughs) That was supposed to happen last October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Netflix's One Piece. Yeah. um, So, Colin, you have not watched the anime One Piece or read the manga, right? I have not. And actually, I was waiting until we started talking about it uh, on the recording to see if you had, because I have no idea if you have. So One Piece is a beast, man. One Piece is, like, too long just in general. I've heard Um, jokes about it when people talk about, like, watching through all of Critical Role or all of Dimension 20 and then also watching all of One Piece. And I it's more realize... than Critical Role and Dimension Twenty together. I feel like yeah, yeah, that's the joke. Um, and like I didn't realize incredible. that like I didn't realize what it was until I started talking to people about it. So at this point, I have started and watched through a portion of One Piece like three times in my life, and I have watched through and passed what season one of this live adaptation does every time I've watched it. I'm currently on my third try of watching through One Piece, and it's the farthest I've ever gotten. (laughs) I am currently 119 episodes in. Um, So if you know what that means, you know what that means. Colin doesn't. Um, But it is past where we end season one of the live, live adaptation. So I'm good with talking about both. Um, Because there are differences and similarities and some things that I know some people were confused about slash unsure if they liked or not that were different. But um, yeah, so I'm curious to see your thoughts on One Piece, having never watched the anime or read the manga, because I wasn't sure if you were excited about it in the first place because you were like, this is an anime adaptation. How good it could it be? I definitely was thinking that a little bit going in <laughs> and then people started uh, recommending it and you said, hey, you should watch this. And for the most part, we don't recommend things that we think the other person won't like. Unless, no, sometimes like, I'm bad at my recommendations and I'm like, Colin's going to love this and then he hates it. <laughs> but, <laughs> I but, eat I mean, Malignant. Like, but but, but even, even with Malignant though... I definitely went into it with a negative mindset. I still enjoyed talking about it with you, and I feel like the conversation was still good. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
I knew that even if I wouldn't enjoy it, there would at least be a good conversation out of it. Um, yeah. And, like, I had just finished watching... Uh, oh, what was I watching? I was watching some show, and I and I just finished, like, the last episode of it, and I was like, oh, I need something else to watch. And so it was like, okay, yeah, I'll watch this. And then I binged all of it in two days. Yep, that's what I did. <laughs> and it was a party, man. It was a good time. I um, l- Let's just dive right into it. I can't really uh, put before into we words. do. Oh. Before we do, I do want to say we will be talking about this season of Netflix's One Piece, the first season. Oh, yeah, spoilers. In, in um, <laughs> explicit detail, probably, and things will be spoiled for you. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it first or let it be spoiled for you. That's up to you. Um, yeah, and, and and we'd tell you if it's a thing that you should watch or not and, and spoilers or not. No, th- go watch it and then come back. Yeah. I do want to ask you, though, like, I know you were trying to dive in. Um but what exactly did you think One Piece was about? Did you know anything about it going in? I had no idea. I didn't even know it was about pirates. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Had, so you I went had... in like 100% blind. That's awesome. Yeah. Bl- wow. Blind as okay. it can get. Uh, somebody was talking about like the crossroads or cross rivers or cross winds or some sort of water thing on TikTok the other day talking about a fantasy world. And I thought they were talking about their D&D world. I was like, oh, that's an interesting, like, D&D pirate campaign. Cool. And then I moved on. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I started watching One Piece, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's the world that they were talking about. Oh, they were talking about One Piece. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. You you wanted to start t- saying something about One yeah. Piece, so go for it. Take it away. What really, like, stuck with me with this show is just... And and, and you can tell me if this is the same for the, the uh, anime or not. Just how positively confidently positive luffy is it made the entire is that, show is that your one sentence summary yeah because <laughs> it kind of works summary. oh yeah really we, we forgot to oh yeah we're doing one sentence summaries <laughs> if you haven't noticed we've done what like four top fives in, in our last recordings we, we have not movies since recorded what was the last while. movie we recorded um it wasn't. It was across the Spider Verse. It wasn't that long ago. Um, I think that was. It was kind of long ago though, because we we one? recorded that like shortly after the movie came out. Yeah, it's been three months. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, your one sentence summary, John? <laughs> um. Um. Goofy, brutal. But also very scary pirates have a great time pursuing their dreams. It was a little on the positive, but it's what I got. Positive, po- positive pirate promotes positivity, posse, piracy. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess if that's what you want to go with. Um, <laughs> But I agree with you 100% about Luffy and his positivity. That makes the show so fun. Um, yeah. And having watched the anime, um, the actor who plays Luffy in the live action does a really good job of embracing what Luffy is about. Um, in the anime, because it's animated and you can literally get away with whatever the heck you want because anime is insane, um, he's like... He's the Luffy that you know from the live action, like, times five at least. 
so he goes yeah. way more in the anime but like showing a realistic depiction of that and still nailing it in my opinion was awesome so i loved it and speaking to the realism of the show i feel like they picked the right moments to try and go for realism and then you know i i didn't realize how fantasyful this uh world was and i think they do uh there, there's one moment right at the very beginning where uh luffy and i can't remember character's name at all you know this this is just a continuous trait uh what's her face they're stealing the um the vault nami yeah when luffy and nami are stealing the vote uh, vote the vault they steal the vote um and they go tumbling out of the window <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> when they steal the vault and they go tumbling out of the window and they land just on flat ground after falling maybe 80 feet and they get up without a scratch i knew what i was in for and it set the tone really well you know yeah um and it, and it definitely felt like a cartoon brought to life with real people um in some of the goofy moments that they don't shy away from and they kind of lean into how campy they are and mm-hmm. it felt like everybody was just having fun on set you know oh yeah it was it it felt right um this is like one of the first times that an anime has been adapted into a TV sh- into a live action well um on our own, we've we've talked about Wait, some other hold on, ones. Hold on, are you saying that you didn't enjoy Death Note? That's exactly what I was going to bring up. <laughs> no, I did not enjoy Death Note. As a person who has both read and watched um, the manga and anime of Death Note, watching that live action movie of Death Note was the most cringy, awful thing. Um, I could go off on Death Note all day, but I'm not gonna. It's fine. Um, maybe that would be in my worst movies ever. I didn't think about that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, no, I think that, yes, there is some comical cartoonishness to this show, which translates from what an anime is, right? And obviously, Luffy's a man made of rubber. He could fall 80 feet and be fine because he's a rubber guy. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that side of things as well. How did you feel about, like, the devil fruit powers and the just in general like that weird fantasy element of it i i kind of was all for it um it felt weird as to how he got the powers but not unbelievable in that like it i i don't know how to describe it other than like there, there are certain character moments that don't feel realistic and then there are certain character moments that feel like that's what a normal person would do and mm-hmm. I totally buy that a kid would see, you know, his his hero take this treasure into a thing and then really want to go with this hero and then decide, oh, you know what, if, you know, if, if this is the thing that you're going with all the time, then I'm going to take that and suddenly now I'm important to you. Because it is super selfish and it is That's such fair. a kid choice to do. It totally um, is. And pile and then, that on top of, and, and put that on top of the fact that, like, I don't, in all three versions of one piece one of luffy's main goals in life is just to eat um because he loves food so much and he's like i'll eat this i'll eat that give me everything that you have um Mm -hmm. it fits that he if he opened that treasure chest and it's food he's gonna eat it so like in that aspect like yours is way more heartfelt and touching mine is food but both (laughs) make sense for luffy so i think that that's yeah 
Cool. Um, but like, if you're asking specifically about the powers and whatnot, uh, I feel like this is one of those things that if it came out, let's say in a complete alternate timeline, the MCU doesn't exist, and this comes out, you know, around the time that Iron Man would have come out, this would have felt really weird and been a very bizarre show, and I don't know if it would have had the same kind of power that it has, or power standing, um, simply because this feels like a superhero show with pirates as, like, the main group. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, super campy with it and, and fun with it. Like, uh, Luffy's powers, I hope that that's how Mr. Fantastic can move, you know? Like, that's that well, looks like, it just looks really good. What I, I what I had read like after watching it and seeing how they use the VFX to make him rubber, but do it in a good way. Um, I've seen people talking about like how Mister Fantastic should be because if Netflix is able to do this, Disney mm-hmm. and the MCU should be able to do this no problem. Yes. Will they? That's to be determined. I really hope so. Um, yeah. It's something that I'm curious about now that they have stretchy man competition, right? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this is coming what, this uh, fall. The stretchy man competition. Sorry. Well, this this is what uh, Kamala Khan was supposed to be. Her her powers yes. are supposed to be very stretchy. That's and, what Miss Marvel's like this. original powers are. Um, right. And people were like, they changed it because they couldn't do the stretching well, so they made it different. Um, and they didn't want to take away from Mr. Fantastic when Mr. Fantastic comes out. And I don't know how much of that is accurate if they just wanted to put their own twist on it. That way, when they mm-hmm. went into the Marvels, her powers made more sense with the other powers that are involved. Because um, they could have thought about that ahead of time as well. That's um, true. For all we know. So, I don't know. I don't know Marvel's grand scheme. Um, it could be anything. But we're yeah. not talking about Marvel today. So, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but, but to your along point... with that... Oh, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but to your point about um, if this had come out around the same time as Iron Man, um, I would say if this came out and we didn't know that it was an anime first and this wasn't an anime or a manga first and it was just its own thing, I think even then I would have been like, this is weird. Right? Oh, I feel no. like... It, it would, I've, I would have enjoyed it, but I feel like the general public would not... I don't know if they would have been as responsive to it. I think I wouldn't have. If I hadn't Mm. experienced One Piece before watching this and I knew nothing about it, I would have been like, there's no way I'm watching more than one episode of this. It's weird and I don't like it. (laughs) Um, But because I am a fan of the anime, I was like, this is a really well done adaptation of this anime. Because it is an anime, but live action. That's how it feels to me with how absurd some of the things are that happen. Um, It's crazy like buggy the clown that i was i was i thought that again knowing nothing of it and only having seen i think i saw a trailer on it on face or a trailer for one piece on facebook like the night before that i, I was gonna start watching it and okay. i thought he was like the big bad of the season mm-hmm. um and and that's kind of how the trailer made me think i didn't realize what his character actually was and i'm glad that it was kept to what it was in the in the first episode that he's in, um, yeah, and it's legitimately a little scary. Oh, it's great. this version. This version of Buggy the Clown is terrifying. Like in the anime, there are 
emotional beats. There are some scary moments. There are parts where you're like, this character is going to die. Holy crap. Um, and sometimes they do, right? And that's awesome. But, like, it's an anime. I watched it as a kid the first time I watched it. It was on Cartoon Network. Um, it was, le- it, like, the original anime is much more bloody and a little more violent than the one that I watched when I was, like, a child. But on it had Cartoon all the Network. same... Yeah, but it, it had all the same characters. It had all the same story yeah. beats. So, like, Buggy the Clown was the same. He wasn't so much scary as, like, crazy, right? And I think putting all of that into a realistic world setting made all of the things that these different characters can do and the way that they are that much scarier just because it was a real-world setting and not an animated setting. Like, yeah. this was a terrifying Buggy the Clown to me, and I think that that was so cool. Um I think that it was, I didn't know going in where season one was going to end story-wise compared to the anime, Uh, because Mm -hmm. in the anime, it's a lot more than eight episodes to get to where we get in season one of this live adaptation. It's, um, I actually want to look up how many episodes it would be, because I'm just curious about it, and I just want to know. So let me pull up Netflix really quick um so the netflix live adaptation is eight episodes long and they're all about like hour-long episodes each right um that covers about 45 episodes of the anime oh wow so i mean those are like 25 minute episodes 22 minute episodes so it's not as crazy but it's still a lot more in depth in the anime obviously but the live yeah. i think that despite that the live the live action does a really good job of making you feel for these characters and you still build those relationships that you would build well, with like, a one, longer one thing TV that a lot show. of not to cut you off but like one of the things that i've noticed with a couple of the anime i i've tried to watch animes i think i'll try watching this one you know i i, I just have gripes with some of the tropes in anime mm-hmm. but one of the things that i've noticed that a lot of animes have is like a big uh previously on section and i wonder if trimming all of that out made it feel more cohesive oh for sure i mean definitely um but despite that even right like i just think that they did a really good job of one casting for these characters yeah um, they all can act, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I've cried during One Piece. A couple moments where I cry is the <laughs> um, <laughs> jumping around in this show because we're if we wanted Why to not? talk in depth about eight eight episodes, we would be here for four hours. Um, so we're just going to kind of touch on different things. But the moments where like I get emotional, um, one is when Sanji is leaving Baratier and his Gordon Ramsay of a chef mentor (laughs) is like saying goodbye and that he's like proud of him for going and doing what he's doing right and like Sanji's on the ship and he's like you suck old man and the old man's just standing there and he's like getting all emotional I get emotional at that that's one moment just because it's like (laughs) we talked about it on our movies that make us cry podcast um the reason why we cry at a lot of things is because of the finality of it right and like the ending people leaving things like that that's one of those moments it's not like sad because something awful happened but it's sad because, like, it's like, oh, he's leaving. Yeah. And he's going to do what he needs to do, and it's really heartfelt and really nice. It's one of those kinds of moments. 
Um, the other moment, which is like one of the more iconic moments in all of One Piece, any version of it, is the moment where um, Luffy takes his hat off and puts it on Nami before he goes to fight Arlong. That's like an iconic moment in every iteration of One Piece, and that's just a super powerful moment. And then he yeah. walks down, and the rest of the crew is there, and they're I mean, all ready that, to that go. Whole scene, that whole scene with Nami realizing that she's been played in two ways and that everything that she thought was going to happen ended up not being the plan and, and things just fell apart and she stabs the crest in her uh, shoulder only for Luffy to not say anything. You know, where, where Luffy this whole time has just been a chatterbox and that scene was allowed to breathe and I think that really is what tied the show together in, in like uh, an emotional way. Luffy pisses me off, but not because I like, <laughs> not actually... But, like, we grow to know Luffy as this goofball guy who's just like, blah, right, all the time. And then he does what's these he like? freaking wait, blah, wait, like? oh, blah, all the time. <laughs> um, but he does these super mature things despite that. Like, mm-hmm. and he is so smart and he's so caring and I don't understand how he is all of that. Yes, he's an anime character. He can be whatever he wants. But, like, this character knows when to be serious if he needs to be serious. And yeah. I don't think he, like, diving into character growth and character creation, but, like, <laughs> I don't think that Luffy would, like, even be thinking about it like that, right? Because he mm-hmm. just goes based on his emotions. But in that moment, the one that you're talking about, he is like, this just sucks. Like, Nami, I care about you. That's all that matters. And nothing else. Yeah. I want to help you because I want to help you. That's it. That's all that's in his mind. And he does it in the coolest ways. Um, There's a moment where, like, that I am in right now in the anime that is very similar where um, I'm not going to really spoil anything, but basically there's a character and... This character is like, I need to do all of this. And Luffy's just like, shut the hell up. No, you don't. Let us help you. Like, that's all it is. Like, yeah. that's it's just like, I'm angry at you because you won't accept my help. And I know <laughs> that I'm strong enough to do this. So let me help you. And I think it's really funny that he gets angry about those things. I'm your friend. We are friends. <laughs> You're struggling. I'm here to help. He literally punches this character in the anime. He's like, stop being stupid. Like, that's what he, like, fights them because he cares. It's just funny to me that that's anime. Um, And and you know what? This is a good transitionary thing. One of the things that I don't like about anime are some of the character tropes that characters can fall into. Um, And one of them is just the edgy guy who's, everything's edgy and I'm brooding all the time. And and I thought that that's what, uh, what's his face... I'm going to say what's his face, what's her face all the time. You're going to say the character name. It'll be fine. Great. Zoro. Yeah. I thought that that's what Zoro was going to be. Like, I thought he was going to be brooding and just pissed off and not happy and not enjoying anything. At the end, now he's just, like, played as too cool for school, but not Mm -hmm. in, like, an angry, angsty, I'm above all of this kind of way. You know? And, and, And being able to balance that is difficult and the the actor does a fantastic job at it and then somehow as goofy as it is taking sword fighting with two swords in one in one hand and then a sword in the mouth and making it 
goofy, but looking like this character is just in it is great. It's fantastic. Like, so growing up, Zoro was who I wanted to be in life. Because <laughs> he was so cool to me, right? I was like, this guy's got a sword in his mouth. What the heck? Like, and as a kid, I don't think it's weird. I'm like, that's just so fun and so cool. Yeah. And, but it, like, he makes it look so badass. Like, he really yeah. does. Like, as stupid as it is to be like, I'm so much more skilled because I have a blade well, in my mouth having, and no having... dexterity, but of the ability that I have. <laughs> having Luffy go, I wonder where the other sword goes. I wonder where the third sword goes. Mm-hmm. You can't help but also think that. And, and as <laughs> someone going in completely blind, when he put it in his mouth, I had no idea. I was like, there's... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then what um, proceeds is the the longest. I think the one of the longest fight scenes in the whole show, uh, and it's Nami, Zoro, and uh, Luffy just beating up these uh, Marine guards. Oh, and it was so cool! Fight. What cool fight choreography! That fight specifically, but like all of it, also, they did a great job with their fight choreo and in in the whole show. Yeah. But that scene was a great first look at all of their fighting styles, seeing how they, even though they like all just met, they can work together. And that's so cool to me. It, I think it's really important for a show like this too to have a first episode that really sets the tone and sets the expectations for the, uh, the series and the season. Because a lot of people will watch that first episode and go, eh, you know, yeah. and make their decision for the entire show just based off that one episode. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine somebody making a, a, a you know, opinion like that based off the first episode of The Sandman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't work as well. Um... No, no, not at all. <laughs> but this this show does an incredible job at giving those people that are going to make those kinds of decisions mm-hmm. um, a good idea of if they'll like the series or not. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, I, just because I figure this will kind of make it go a little faster in terms of getting through some different key points of this season. Sure. Um, I want to rapid fire some questions at you about like All what right. you thought about rapid it. I'll fire. give my two cents too what, then. What's but the, What's the name of this segment? Um, um, ooh. God, there's a... I need a segment name. I need a segment <laughs> name. Okay. This is... Rapid fire pirate boys talk about pirates. No, it's not. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what to call it. You put me on the spot. Well, I'm not no, good at we, this. we just got a name. Yeah. Great. Okay. All Every right. no matter what podcast we do, though, this segment is called Rapid Fire Pirate Boys talking about pirates. Now, so you're welcome. Okay. Glad that that's what I came up with. Okay. Right. Um, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are about some of the different bad guys in this show. So we talked about Buggy a little bit. Um, what about Axe Hand? <laughs> I thought Axe Hand uh, was dumb, but in a this is fun kind of way. Um, and, and it all goes okay. to the like Luffy go, oh, that's why he's called Axe Hand. Like, yeah, wh- what what did you what else did you think it meant? You know, especially <laughs> in this world. Um, you got to cool. go through yeah. the list because I I don't remember characters. No, that's fine. At all. Um. So we had Axe Hand, we had um, Buggy. We oh, had... what, what, what's her face? The the one at the Elvira. Beginning. Yeah, I thought she was okay, um, 
but I mean, like, okay in, like, a generic kind of way. Yeah. I think a good starting pirate, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping they, they teased at the end of the show that, that she'll be back. I'm, I'm hoping that she's a little bit more developed when she comes back and a little bit more I, even scary, angry, menacing, but just overall more fun. Like, more yeah. fun to be on screen. Sure, and I agree with that. I think she, because she's, like, the first one that we see, right? Because that's where Kobe is working under her at that point, because Oh, and speaking to. of characters that could have easily fallen under a trope of just super annoying, Kobe could have easily been a character that I would have despised being on screen. And mm-hmm. the, the actor plays it in a way that's like, yeah, this kid's a wimp, but not, like, yeah, an over-exaggeration of a wimp, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we had those three. We have um, Clahador, which is the butler, who is actually not named Clahador, um, but I can't. It's um, Captain Kuro, who is the leader of the Black Cat Pirates. What did you think of him? <laughs> I definitely suspected that he was a bad guy, like right at the beginning. Like, like sure. it, it felt it felt too too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially with just how overall positive the for lack of a better word, princess was. Um, the the lady of the estate, the one who's being slow poisoned. Um, yeah. Who, by the way, I called it. I knew the slow poison thing. Mm-hmm. The, se- the second that it was, oh, drink your tea, it'll make you feel better, and, and she's got this prolonged sickness. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, okay, the butler's responsible. And I didn't realize that oh, yeah. the other two were also on it. I thought that they just didn't like Luffy's other friend, who character name... You got this. Other friend, great. The, which one? The one. So we had Nami, one. we had Zoro. Oh, Usopp. Okay. Yeah, Usopp. Um, I thought that the the like maid and the the cook just didn't like Usopp. I didn't realize that they were also in the pirate gang. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to be fair, they all didn't like Usopp. Also, just because Usopp no. is a as a <laughs> boy who cried wolf too many times, and he's just annoying. But it's fine. And, and he, to be fair, he was a little annoying, but the character did grow on me as like, okay, I'm glad that they're giving these characters such flaws, and I'm looking forward to watching their character arcs develop over time. Because mm-hmm. they're not given these flaws in like an over, like, uh, Kido, Kato, whatever his name is. Uh, you know who I mean. I'm terrible with names. I'm so sorry. Uh,. What do they look like? The the one who was on the pirate lady's ship and then ended up going to join the Marines. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. In in the same way, Usopp uh, could have been really annoying and, and this whiny character, like, oh, I'm the best, I do all the things all the time. It didn't start from that place of, like, over-exaggeration. It started from this place of, like, yeah, this is just a kid who grew up playing a boy who cried wolf because of a tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. You know, like it didn't feel too much. Yeah. Um. So it was a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, I thought that I, I'm spending way too much time on a rapid fire question and answer. You're uh, good. Go talk. I like how the whole fight between him and Luffy really started to put Luffy into a mindset of I can't just be always all the time positive. I can't just be always all the time confident. Mm-hmm. And like you get that a little bit with the uh, the cannonball coming in and Luffy deflecting it uh, like a balloon um, earlier, 
but you don't really get that Luffy learned that lesson. And at this point, like this was the first time in the entire show that Luffy goes, maybe how I'm approaching this is kind of not the right way. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And I, I like seeing that character growth. Very cool. Um, okay, cool. Uh, what about... Who is next? Who is next? Who is next? Um, so we were on Baratier, the next point, right? That's the, mm-hmm. the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't... So there is a character in the anime that you just get a very slight glimpse of. Um, but in the anime, he is the whole main fight at Baratier. And it's not the swordsman, Mihawk. Mm. Um, he does show up in the anime as well, but um, the person that he kills in like the 20-second clip of him killing the guy with the giant guns on his shoulders and everything, oh, yeah. he's the main guy for that whole Baratier arc oh, um, in the anime, which is really cool to see. So I was a little bummed that we didn't get to see more of him, but I understand time so that's fine okay um but what did you think of mihawk i thought mihawk was on screen for as long as he should have been great you you know what i mean like like there there weren't any moments where it was like okay this guy's too much it was Mm -hmm. just enough you know like if if you're gonna be this one-dimensional i'm pirate swordsman killer look at my giant sword okay cool don't be on screen for more than five minutes, and he's not. Yeah. Um, I was really excited to see how he was portrayed, and he is portrayed exactly how he is in the anime, which is so okay, cool to perfect. me. Um, and that fight between him and Zoro is, like, spot on. And I loved that fight between him and Zoro because he's like, I've got this giant sword. I'm going to take a tiny little knife off of my neck, yeah. and I'm going to fight you with this and I'm not going to move, and you're going to die. Like, that's literally what happened, and it just shows you, because up to that point, we're like, Zoro's so freaking cool, and he's so strong, and he can literally take down anyone, and he can't do a thing I thought in this that, moment. I thought that Zoro might have died. Like, I again, knowing nothing about the show, knowing nothing mm-hmm. about the characters, I wasn't sure if this was Luffy's, like, hey, reality check moment, you know? Um, yeah. And, and it was. But I didn't expect it. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was going to live or not. And I think at that moment, I still wasn't sure if Zoro was going to be that one-dimensional. I'm cool. I'm edgy. And then mm-hmm. in every episode after that, he's like, "Yeah, no, Luffy, uh, I'm your uh, second in command. Let's go. Let's uh, yeah. <laughs> let's do this." Which is so cool, right? Because he comes in, he's like, "I'm a pirate hunter. I kill pirates for a living. Why would you want me on your crew?" And Luffy's like. Because you're strong and I think you're cool. And he's like, I'm going to go with you, but not because I want to. And then this happens. He's like, Luffy is literally the best person. <laughs> so yeah. I will die defending you, you know, him you know if I this, need to. <laughs> you know what this felt like? This felt like a D&D campaign. Yeah, you know, it really would, does feel like a piratey D&D campaign. Yeah, especially with all the different characters that get added. I think... Yeah, Biscuit's playing with the toy. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, as, as the characters get added, you can tell, mm-hmm. like... You can tell that as this story was being written, I don't know if they intended it to be as long as it ended up being. Um, but you can tell that they definitely made it work. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and having the show be as far along as it is, because it's not done yet, um, be, having the show be as far along as The live as action? Is, uh, the anime? 
Um, I don't think they're they've reached the end of the story yet. So no, you're right. Yeah. So since they're still making it, um, the the Netflix series has a good place of where to start. You know, and oh, yeah. and and what things are important, what themes are important, what characters are important, and that's why like you you saying that the cannon arm guy not being part of the Bratier part. I feel like if he had been part of it, it would have been just too cluttered, especially with trying to introduce Arlong and, and starting that whole Fishman arc thing, you know? Yeah, I didn't know if we were going to get to Arlong in this um, season. They, like, moved along fast, but in a really good way, and I thought it was awesome. Um, where, where did what did you, you think, think the... of Arlong? First, where did you think the show was going to end? I really didn't know. I was, like, eight episodes... Where the heck can we get in eight episodes? And Arlong felt too far. Only because... I mean, it made... So, I also... I went I went back and forth on wondering where we... I was like, well, we've got to make it to... Trying to get to the Grand Line, right? Because that's the whole premise, is going to the Grand Line. Right. But building a... Grand this Line. Season that's is, the thing I was trying to remember at the beginning. But this whole season is about building his crew. That's really what the season boils down to. Mm-hmm. Luffy made his crew. Now he can go to the Grand Line and he can find the One Piece. Yep. Right? That's that's the goal. Season two is let's get to the Grand Line. Let's find the One Piece. Um, but season one is very much building characters, exposition, going to all these places just in the East Blue, which is one sea out of all of them. Um, it's a quarter of the world, not including the Grand Line, which is which, like its own thing. I'm surprised they didn't kind of go into with this series, um, though I'm sure it would take a little bit of time to explain and make it feel uh, like you could understand it just by looking at a map. Um, and, I, and I'm hoping that they do that in season two. Yeah, I I don't know how much they'll go into it. Um but they might. They go into it a little bit in the anime. Um, not like too, too, too much, but enough so you understand that the East Blue is one of the four directional right. seas surrounding the Grand Line and the Red Line, which is the mountains, which they did show the map of and explain that part, which is yeah. good. Um, I So I guess I did expect it to get through Arlong. I was just not expecting it to only be eight episodes to do it, I think, is more what it was. Mm. Because I was like, well, we have to get through that, because that's like the final big arc before they're like, let's go to the Grand Line, woo! Um, But they got there faster than I expected. Not in a bad way. I think that what's tough about anime for me sometimes, and I love anime, I'm a huge anime fan, is there is so much downtime, and sometimes things feel so slow. And sometimes a fight will take seven episodes to get through because they want to stretch it out and they can stretch it out because people will watch it anyway. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to move to somewhere else. And arcs take forever because of that. And they have filler episodes in between when they need them and it takes forever. This doesn't have that. This is eight episodes of action, going from place to place. We're not spending seven episodes on a boat getting from one island to the next. We're just going. We know where we need to get. We know where the important stuff is, and that's what we're going to focus on. And I think that they did a good job of spacing and time, which was really cool. So, yeah. um, But back to our 
quote unquote rapid fire. Oh yeah, ra- um, ra- rapid fire questions answers. Uh, I yeah, Arlong. I was not expecting fishmen. I knew right, that... fishmen are weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd choice. It was an odd like racist thing too, in that they were very like anti-human. Um, which I guess makes sense because they're fish people and fish get killed by fishermen a lot. I, it just it, it was an odd choice and an odd thing that just came out of left field. But it came out of left field as much as like the Marines wearing baseball hats that say Marines on them. Um, yep, they do that. Or like the captains of the Marines each having their own dog beanie or like bird, just, like animal just beanie. Him. That's just him. Oh, it's just the one guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it came out he, of left he's field. He's got just a dog like thing. That. We'll we'll talk about him in um, a second. Um, great. But Arlong, I really enjoyed his lair. Um, I enjoy how he was a little bit more of like a mob boss kind of character and not uh-huh. just like a vicious pirate captain. Like it was a little bit more organized. Um, yeah. His his tie in his tie in backstory with Nami was a lot more ruthless than I was expecting. Um, yeah. I knew that the mom character was definitely going to die because things were just too happy and too good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was not expecting it to go down that way. Um, yeah, right. I I don't know... I don't know how, how to explain it other than his tower being destroyed was one of the coolest visuals in the entire show. It was very well done. <laughs> it, was, it, was it was really amazing. well done. Yeah. Uh, and that, um, that whole fight, um, watching Usopp get his first, like, actual he-earned-it kill, his he-earned-it win, mm-hmm. um, that was that was really cool to see. And then watching uh, Zoro and... So... You're not Sanji. Gonna any... so that's it. Watching the two of them also, like, go from not quite liking each other to tolerating each other to respecting each other through that fight was also really fun. Mm-hmm. And that's a trope that goes through the whole show. Oh, um, I, I fully like even this to be after this arc, thing. it's constant. There are constant competitiveness and like, I hate you. I hate you. But like deep down, like they respect each other completely. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the whole show. Um, and like, I'm going to cut back to the whole Arlong thing in a second. Sure. But that made me think of, you were mentioning, like, how animes are very tropey, and um, they always have, like, the specific tropes that animes have of this dark, brooding guy, right? And they have this annoying guy, and they have, mm-hmm. like, the crazy, beautiful, super stick-thin girls. Like, yep. that's that's still One Piece. It's supposed to be. It's an anime. Mm-hmm. It's what draws people in, and it's also just a thing, and that's fine. But, like taking those elements and putting them into real people and having them be like legit people in this live action, I think was really well done. Right. Like, Oh, for sure. Like Usopp's a little less annoying in the live action than he is in the anime. Usopp still has his good moments and his important moments in the anime, of course, because that's where they came from. But he's very much like, I'm this liar and I'm going to call myself Captain Usopp and I'm the best and I have done everything and rah, rah, rah. And that's But, but even is. like his Captain Usopp stories to, to cheer up. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, again, what's your name? I was really hoping you wouldn't ask me this one. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I mean, I have no room to talk. I have no idea who any of the characters are. Up. 
Um, the only reason I know the name Luffy is because I follow Straw Hat Goofy on uh, TikTok, and I was like, oh, that's where your name comes from. Neat. Um, it's Kaya. Kaya. Usopp's stories to Kaya, even though they were definitely exaggerated and definitely felt, not forced, but just, like way too big, mm-hmm. were fun, and you could tell exactly why it was happening. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it felt very much like, uh, we talked about this in one of our latest episodes, Finding Neverland. Um, or, or even like, uh, another show, uh, Big Fish, you know, you know, it felt like those kinds of stories. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to ask you a question and I don't remember. Well, we have one more villain to go through. Or he's not quite a villain, but is a villain. So our last villain, quote unquote villain, he's not really a villain. He's actually supposed to be the good guy, right? Is Vice Admiral Garp. Yeah. Um, who we find out is Luffy's grandpa, um, which mm-hmm. is so absurd and so fun at the same time. Yeah. Um, what did you think of him? I thought, as, as soon as I realized that uh, uh, Buggy wasn't going to be the villain for the, the series, that this guy was obviously being built up as the villain to the series. And villain more so like the antagonized antagonize the antagonist for the series i can talk it's fine um he worked really well in that whole like i was saying there has to be at least some character growth there has to be at least some movement forward there has to be some sort of arc that these characters are going through not only in the season but in the series as a whole whether or not they do all the live actions i hope they do it'd be cool um it was neat to see this being the end of luffy's first arc Mm -hmm. you know uh, of luffy like yeah, he is standing up for himself. He is putting together a crew. He does have this unbridled confidence, but it's also not just because of who he is as a person, but because of the lessons learned through the show. And and I thought that this antagonist was a perfect use of that kind of idea and that concept yeah. in, in the final fight, especially. Especially when he, he doesn't hold back when he's beating the crap out of Luffy either. Oh, no. Not at all. It's awesome. Um, I didn't know that Garp was his grandpa. Oh, is that not in the show? Or a manga or anything? It's in the show. Just not where I have gotten yet. Oh, interesting. Which is so interesting to me that they decided to put it in there when they did. Um, And until I just looked up his name because I'm bad with names just like you, I didn't know that it was actually in the anime. But it is reading... um, article titles has proven that to me but that's really cool to me that that is still canon to the source material yeah i'm very curious why they made that choice when they did and i'm pretty sure it definitely felt more emotionally impactful oh and i i think it makes a lot of sense because of the fact that this live version that this live version of one piece is so condensed and it's telling a story in a different way than an anime would right yeah because to your point of Garp kind of being the antagonist of this season, um, you don't feel that in the anime because he's not in as much of it. Mm. Okay. Um, but on top of that, animes are built differently than every other TV, like dra- dramatic TV shows, right? Um, 
where you don't necessarily have a main antagonist going through the whole story, but instead you have these little arcs that happen. So like in the One Piece anime, the first arc is Buggy the Clown. The second arc is um, going to that Usopp's Island and facing Clahador. Then the third one is going to Baratier. Then the fourth one is Arlong. Then the next one is the next thing, and it goes mm-hmm. on like that. Whereas this because it's eight episodes, you need some overarching sense of menace and fear throughout to kind of drive you forward. Why are they going to these places? They're running from this pirate guy. That's the reason, right? Or this this vice admiral guy to stay away from him. And we find out early on that it's Luffy's grandpa, which just makes the banter and the fighting between them so much more funny to me. (laughs) It's definitely a lot more fun to watch. It doesn't make it as scary to me because I'm like, he's not going to kill him, I don't think. Um, (laughs) But it's really interesting. Uh, And you're right, it does give um, a lot more backing to Luffy making the choices he made, right? Because we see it in in our lives, like people being forced into a lane and having to do the thing that their parents tell them to do or do the thing that like is expected of them and the thing that was expected of Luffy was to be a marine and Luffy's like that's not me I'm not going to do that Yeah of course I'm going to be the rebellious child who wants to do the exact opposite of that actually but he followed through with that which I think is really cool and really fun Yeah But yeah I had no idea he was Luffy's grandfather until I saw it and so I was like <laughs> Because I thought, I was like, is that something they added? I had no idea that that was actually source material, too. That's really cool to me. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, all right. Then, then speaking to that, uh, what moments from the anime were you most surprised by that did uh, change in the live action? Um, well, I already said I was surprised by um, the changes to Baratier mm-hmm. um, just in how that action played out because the main fight there was with Mihawk mm-hmm. the swordsman instead of the other guy um, that was like the biggest thing there was the presence of Vice Admiral Garp because like I said he's not in as much of the anime at least up to this point he's a character that we've grown to know mm-hmm. because he's the one training Kobe to be a marine that's still accurate um but it's done differently in the in the anime um just back to baratia even just the way the restaurant looks is different they made it more like almost like a little town on the water in the live action whereas in the anime it's literally just a giant boat shaped like a fish and that's all it is and it's wild to me that they added so much to that. But it makes sense that they added docks and a port and a whole bunch more to it mm-hmm. for the sake of what it is. Um, not really a bad guy, but I want to ask you about him anyway. Um, what did you think of Zeph, Redfoot Zeph, the the chef, the head chef of the restaurant? At first, I didn't like him. I thought that it was he was unnecessarily mean but also not me I, I couldn't get a read as to like why he was making the choices he was making why he was being the way he was and then you watch through the whole backstory thing and you go oh that makes way more sense this character's great I love him um yeah and and 
another character too that that we didn't talk about that at first i was very much like god this guy sucks but like in a fun enjoyable like this guy sucks kind of way and then it was oh now he's annoying oh all right maybe we're getting some character you know character growth and and hopefully there's something <laughs> is uh Axan's son yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sucks so he's much the worst and i love that they st- like He's got this long, flowing, beautiful hair. He's like this super ripped guy. But they and then they full of bare <laughs> naked. That was so <laughs> funny. Dancing around the sword it was so funny to me. And then Zoro cuts his hair, and that hair is what you see. Oh, it's great! The whole anime as well, which is awesome. It is the most atrocious um, wig I've seen. I-, I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it so much. Um, yeah, agreed on that. Um, well, one thing that they did too. Uh, especially mentioning hair is that like a lot of the reason uh, why characters look the way they do in animes is so that you can pick them out in a crowd and so that it makes the background characters easier to to make in mass you know if there's mm-hmm. a an entire crowd shot not everyone's gonna you know have you know crazy haircuts only the people that you need to see where they are in that crowd do yeah and translating that over to live action can sometimes just be really goofy uh, mm-hmm. and, and look awful. Um, and it has been in the past. It has been in the past. But in this show, they do it just enough. You yeah. Know? Like even, no, for sure. Uh, even Zoro's green hair, it isn't... It's green, but it, it, it isn't, like, blaringly insane, you know? No, and it's not like the anime where it is blaringly insane, right? It's yeah. It looks like a person who dyed their hair green, and it's starting to fade back to... Like, you can see the roots of his hair, and it's natural color in there, and it's not weird at all. It just yeah. feels like, oh, he just wanted to have something... He just wanted to do something with his hair. Cool. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that's a very good point. I do think it's interesting that the main character of the show, Luffy, has the most normal hair. Um, but he has a fun hat, so that helps. There, there's but the he, hat, he, and there's the crazy facial expressions that go along with it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, also... Kid Luffy stabbing himself in the eye. Intense. I was not expecting that either. (laughs) Wow. But that scar is such a defining feature on him in the anime, so, like, it makes sense that it happens. Him saying, I missed, was also like, (laughs) kid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. He's nothing if not extreme. Um, Yes. It's a good word for Luffy. Yeah. Uh, one character we haven't talked about, or we kind of talked about him, is uh, Luffy's mentor, Luffy's uh, idol. Uh, what, Shanks? The, yeah. Yeah. The monster that comes up on Shanks and Luffy is really scary. Like, the, the red-eyed sea monster thing. I'm Terrifying. so excited for when they get to the Grand Line, because the whole idea of the Grand Line is, like, it's this absurd insane place where anything is possible and there are giant sea monsters and there's weird people like we thought fishmen were weird don't just it's fine just wait um but like i want to see more of the giant sea monsters because that was really well done to me as well i want to see more controlling the sea monsters because that if that's his power or that's his thing that's really cool yeah I don't know a whole lot about Shanks, either, just with where I am. Like I said, I'm only 100-some episodes in. This season covers the first 45, 46. So 
next season will cover probably most of what I've watched. I'm I'm hoping that Zoro ha, uh, gains back his other two swords because as much fun as Zoro is with just the one sword that means a lot to him, mm-hmm. I'm hoping he gets uh, to have all three again at some point. I feel like that that would just be a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, that would be fun to watch. But one thing that we should mention and that we we haven't mentioned yet, season two, according to the the producers and everything, is set to go. Once it's completely written, it's ready. But. One thing that they need to do first is get this whole strike thing figured out in a way that yes, it is do. fair to the actors and writers. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because uh, that's still going on. The strike uh, for SAG-AFTRA and the WGA has been going on for over... A, or the WGA strike has been going on for over 100 days, and SAG is at 50? 50-something? 50 it's at least that. It's probably more at this point. And it has cost the studios almost double what it would have cost to have uh, just paid them what they wanted. In, in their contract yeah. which is insane to me yeah and it, it um, would have felt weird to not have mentioned that the strike is still going on while doing oh review yeah. because this is a netflix property and it's mm-hmm. it's frustrating to see such good content now being made and such good t- content being possible like this has me really excited for the avatar series yes but even then well. we're still going to talk about the fact that the strike is going on and the fact that mm-hmm. these studios are making some really really bad decisions yeah there's a lot of promising things coming in the future but most of them at this point can't happen until people are treated the way that they need to be treated and paid fairly um so i agree with you on that totally um but the fact that they are like ready to go with shooting and everything i'm very excited i'm very excited again not knowing anything about this property and then binging through it in two days uh i think you can tell uh what my rating is gonna be and i i I think it's time you want you want to talk ratings or you got anything else to talk about with this can i really quick um two more things we'll go fast two things actually rapid rapid fire fire Um, time favorite character luffy Okay. Just, just the overall positivity was just infectious. Cool. Uh, That's fair. If, if not Zoro, Zoro was just a lot of fun, especially in the second half of the series. What about you? That's totally fair. Um, I need to look something up really quick. Background henchman number seven. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> so um, I just want to tell you this fun fact about one of these characters and see if that changes anything for you. Um, it might not character-wise, but overall-wise, I think it might. Um, Taz Schuyler, the actor who played Sanji in one in the live-action One Piece, mm-hmm. did all of his own everything. I did hear about that. Which is so cool oh, That's amazing. Because when he was cast, a lot of people gave him crap for it, and I don't know why. I thought he was a phenomenal Sanji, knowing the anime going mm-hmm. to this and seeing the differences and the similarities. I thought he did a great job as Sanji. Um... And the fact that he did all of his own stunts, all of his own fight choreo, all of his own everything uh, is so cool to me. A lot of them did their own choreo, didn't they? I think so. Not, not all of it, but like like he, him doing all of it is incredible. But they he's did. just the one that I know was mentioned, right? So, but I'm not sure about I, the I'd others. Heard that, I haven't done a lot of research. I'd heard that Zoro did a lot of the sword fighting, and that Nami did a lot of her own stunts as well, especially in that first fight. Which is so cool to me. Yeah, um, that's fair. I, like I said, I have a special place in my heart for Zoro. I have since I was a kid. Um, so if I had to pick a favorite character for me, it'd probably be Zoro. I do like the direction that he was taken in this 
version of One Piece as well. I thought it was a little more serious than, mm. like, absurd. But that's, again, an adaptation, which I think was really cool. I think Zoro's so fun. And I can't wait to see what they do with all of the characters moving forward. As far as protagonists go in a show, though, Luffy is one of my favorites because he's so upbeat and so positive, but so scary I, I, <laughs> with I what he can do. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I ended up liking it. Yeah. And my final question um, is <laughs> just about... Uh, well, it's not that <laughs> scary at all, oh. um, but it's about like the um, foreshadowing for next season, right? I know you don't know anything about One Piece, mm-hmm. but... We get to see um, a guy smoke two cigars at once, and you know nothing about what that means, and I'm just curious to see what you might think that that means. <laughs> I think it means we're in for another fun character of some kind. The fact that he burned up uh, Luffy's uh, wanted poster has me think that he doesn't like Luffy, is jealous of Luffy, or something against Luffy, so that makes me think that it's just going to be fun interactions happening at the same time. As far as who the character is, I've not not the faintest clue as to like how scared I should be, how excited I should be, how worried I should be. No idea. Cool. I really want to tell you his name. Um, speaking, but the, I don't one have of, to. One of the if best parts. Not. I'll I'll watch it when it comes out. Um, okay. One of my favorite parts when that uh, in the entire series, if not that first fight, uh, is definitely Luffy getting his wanted poster. Him achieving right? him achieving that goal just felt great it was awesome yeah he's yeah um very cool i'm so excited for season two and i think you are now too oh yeah i'm curious to see if you're gonna watch the anime i've Um, i've thought about jumping into it to try and watch through it the only problem that i have is that it's a big commitment oh it's a huge commitment i don't want to start it only to not finish it sure um that's fair and uh, Gen 5 is coming out soon. So okay. there's that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yes, rating. Let's jump into ratings. Why not? Ratings. All right. John, on a scale of 1 to 5, with 1 being awful, you walked out of the theater, and 5 being you're going to watch it again, even though you just finished it, where would you put this? I give it a 5. I have to give it a yeah, 5. No, I, love a, One a Piece. five. <laughs> I love One Piece as is, um, and I wasn't expecting to give it a 5, right? Like, I thought it was going to be good, mm-hmm. but... I've I've been very disappointed with anime adaptations in the past because they're so outlandish and so hard to do well. They did everything right, I think. They changed some of the things, which is allowed. I think it's awesome that they changed the things they changed to make it make more sense for a live setting. But they kept a lot of the source material the same in the right places. And Mm -hmm. the fact that they were able to make me grow to love these characters for what they were and not what the anime is was really cool to me five out of five yeah definitely i'm content if this is all they make i want more i want them to take this to a to a series finale not like a season finale kind of thing yes but if this is all we get i'm happy yeah it's i yeah i don't know why this would be all we would get you know unless like something crazy happens but I Number I don't one. necessarily think that they would make it all the way to like the end of the series, mm-hmm. but they could 
make it happen in their own way if they really want to, and I'm okay with that. I, I hope think they that, do. I, th- I think this would be a very fun be, thing to watch reach the end uh, if the yeah. actors are for it, you know, and the people who are making it are for it. Yeah, and the actors don't look too old by the time it's over. Uh, <laughs> it's an adaptation. <laughs> I know. Um, but no, I, yeah, five out of five. Uh, five out of five here too and uh, hopefully you enjoyed what you heard today and if you did don't forget to give us that five star rating huh? see because wow yeah. that was great uh, nice inflection <laughs> thanks uh and put that five star rating uh for whatever podcast place you like to use i know the script we're using yeah it's fine yeah. um if you didn't enjoy what you heard today um huh We'll just tell Luffy that it's our dream to get that five star rating, and he will no, no, no. fight we're gonna, we're gonna you so we get you, that five star rating. We're gonna tell you it's our dream to get that five star rating. Yeah. Do you don't deny it's our dream. <laughs> Luffy won't let you. Just no, saying. Not at <laughs> um, but uh, so give us that five star rating. Yeah. And there are new episodes of the Other Brothers podcast. Sometimes every um, Tuesday ish. We wish it was every Tuesday, but life is crazy, so right now it's probably closer to every other week, sometimes every week if we get just, stuff Just recorded. check in on Tuesdays. There might be yeah. something, there might not. It, you know, we're, you know how low-key we are here. Yeah, just have fun. And, uh, you know, and if you have any suggestions of what you'd like to hear, uh, what you think we should review next, you can let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at OtherBrosPod. And most importantly, tell your friends about us. Yeah. Um, word of mouth is the best, right? It's the way that people learn about us. Um, so definitely let people know. Yeah. I've been Colin. I've been John. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast. And we will see you next time. See you guys.